0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal transfer show firstly apologies for the late start today I had an appointment this morning and so I had to push the show back by an hour so apologies if you've not been able to tune in live as you usually would at 8am but we're still doing the show I didn't want to leave you without one. So uh, here I am. So if you could drop a like anyway, that'd be great. Also, um, as you know, there's some work going on around my house at the moment, not my house, but the other houses around me. So apologies if you do hear any background noise, although you have said in the past that you haven't heard anything going on, which is great, which means this microphone must be really good um, because it's ridiculously noisy and distracting whilst doing the show. But thankfully, you don't seem to hear it. But thank you so much for tuning in as always. Good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box live. I'm going to go all the way back to the start. So, people that tuned in well ahead of 8am, still expecting a show, thank you to everybody that did. Aiden and Kieran and Dean, good morning to you. Martin, Junior, Julian, good morning, guys. Hope you're good. Hope you're well. Stephen, uh, all good, mate. Everything's fine. Uh, nothing serious. Thank you so much for asking. I really appreciate it. Good morning to Namdi. Hope you are well. Uh, good morning to Patrick. Good morning to Carl. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in as well always um no background noise from the sounds of things which is also really good uh and i'll get rid of the sunglasses <laughs> uh it's otherwise it's just distracting isn't it um let's uh, let's crack on with today's news we kick off as always by going and telling you to subscribe to the arsenal way i'll be live over there at 10 a.m as usual with the boys um, I want to send my well wishes to Chris because Chris has had Chris has had a small accident with his ankle and he's not feeling too great with that. It was the size of a balloon when I saw the picture that he sent into our chat box. So I think Chris Davison would appreciate some well wishes. If you want to go and tweet him and say uh, that Tom sent you and, and we hope your, your your ankle's feeling better soon, but it is quite a horrific Jack Wilshere-esque injury. Our boy Chris has unfortunately suffered, but uh, we wish you a swift recovery, my friend. Um, moving ahead, uh, some sad news, unfortunately, to kick off the show. Terry Neal uh, passed away and was the news was confirmed yesterday. The former Arsenal player and manager, of course, who took Arsenal to a European Cup final in 1980. Um, sadly, did pass away. We, as we always do, uh, send our well wishes to his family and close friends. Uh, during this really difficult time, and we are all suffering. And we would like to have, say, of course, a massive, massive thank you for all the years of service that Terry gave to Arsenal during his both playing and coaching career. Uh, a really, really big miss. Now, the Arsenal third kit has been released. I ordered mine this morning. Gabriel Jesus will be adorned on the back of the TGT shirt, the third shirt, anyway, this season. And I like it a lot. You know, I didn't, pink's not really my colour. I don't tend to wear pink, um, nothing against the color whatsoever. Just is not something I typically wear. But uh, yeah, we'll have to get some feedback once it's available and seen on stream. I'm looking forward to seeing what indeed uh, the kit does look like. But uh, on on me, of course, you can see what it likes on Erdegaard, which is obviously fabulous. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I like the design. I love the the small details um, involved in it. I love the, the contrast and the dark navy. Uh, in comparison to the pink coloration as well. I always like when the Arsenal badge is kind of, as you can see on our screen here, You know, it's just the outline. I really like when they do that on the away shirts rather than having the full badge. I think it suits it much better. But yeah, I like it. I don't think it's going to be to everyone's liking. It's nowhere near as nice as, of course, the away kit. But I still think that Adidas have certainly done very well with the kits once again for another season even the home kits growing on me quite a lot now Arthur Oconquo is set to join crew Alexandra on loan for the rest of this season it was expected that he would go on loan with Carl Hine becoming Arsenal's third choice goalkeeper last season it was the other way around Carl Hine went on loan to Reading Oconquo went on loan uh stayed at the club as the third choice and will go on loan this season so we wish him all the best with his prospective move down the football pyramid. Lucas Torreira continues to be linked with a move away from Arsenal. There was a picture circulating on Reddit of the player at Florence Airport yesterday after he expected to leave. He will rejoin up with his Arsenal teammates in London after sorting out his issues in Italy. However, negotiations will continue about his future and on where he may end up playing come next season Valencia continue to have that agreement in place but despite Arsenal's supposed 15 million euro asking price Valencia are only willing to go as high as 5 million euros which is quite frankly an abysmal level of money to be able to pay for a player Uh, and so unfortunately I don't see that deal happening Hector Bellerin also at this stage is take is willing to take a massive cut to his wage is also willing to write off his Arsenal contract and go down to nothing, effectively, in terms of what Arsenal would get. Arsenal would save around £5 million in wages and he's willing to do that and, and drop his wage significantly to make this move to bet happen. It just looks increasingly likely at this stage that Arsenal will have to accept this situation, which is a real shame. Um, Arsenal definitely could have and should have got some money for this scenario but Arsenal keep finding themselves in, in situations whereby the players they're wanting to move on have one destination in mind, they only want to go to one place and that's significantly damaging their uh, opportunity to make more money on a player. That said, there are still interests from players or clubs, rather, in Spain and Italy uh, in Bellerin. If a move does not or is not allowed to happen to Betis and Arsenal, who knows, may end up putting their foot down on this one. I kind of hope that they do. I don't want Arsenal to be in a situation where we're constantly bending to the will of players. Uh, and if he needs to move on, which he clearly does, then you need to move on in the same process that you've seen players move on from. All clubs around Europe is that a bid comes in, Arsenal either accept or negotiate, and then you move. It's players dictating where they need to go on to their next move. Obviously, it should come into it as a factor, but players cannot be allowed to have more control than the clubs when they are contracted, and Arsenal need to make sure that they have that situation in hand. Now, Nuno Tavares looks set to lead the club on loan now, but not to Atalanta, as we all were seemingly expecting. Um, Nuno Tavares is expected to now move to Marseille uh, where he will join up with the likes of Mateo Genduzzi and spend the season playing in front of, say, a They've already signed one left back from us and it didn't go well. They've also recognised that he isn't the best player in the world. But what we have recognised is that Nuno Tavares, I think, has got a lot of potential. I like the player. I don't want to necessarily see him sold. Um, I really do think that we are in a situation where there's a player in there that we can improve, can develop, can reach potential, and sending him on loan without an option is going to allow him to play, hopefully, regularly European Champions League football next season, of course. And we know that the loan for uh, for Saliba went really, really well. So why can't that situation also happen for Tavares? We can hope that it, of course, can indeed happen. Now, Artemelo uh, is continuing to be linked with a move to Valencia, uh, Fabrizio Romano doubling down on claims that there is no interest at all From Arsenal. The interesting link with Valencia, of course, is that Valencia have that agreement with Lucas Torreira. So it could be that Arta moving to Valencia ends any interest from Valencia in Torreira. But no interest from Arsenal. Important that we continue to clarify that. And the headline story today is this very cheeky hint from Fabio Vieira that perhaps, perhaps he is going to be returning to Arsenal's playing field will get onto the pitch, maybe even against Sevilla. I would love to see Fabio Vieira getting an opportunity to play. Uh, I think he's a player that's slept on by a lot of Arsenal fans. Uh, We don't really know too much about him. Um, And I think, ultimately, he's a player that can have a really big impact for us. We don't have too many players like him. Whilst we have attacking midfielders like Smith-Rowe and like Odegaard, he's more direct. He's better on the ball. Uh, He's very good at scoring goals and assisting. I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going on with Fabio Vieira. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing what indeed will take place with the Portuguese international next season. Um, Anyway, that completes uh, the stories we're going to be covering today. If you do indeed have any questions that you'd like to talk about, like to ask, then throw them into the chat. uh, And I'll do my best to address as many of them as feasibly possible let's go okay uh, let's jump into the chat box if you haven't already dropped a like on the video I really would appreciate it subscribe to the channel if you are new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show uh, I'll be continuing to bring you coverage of all of Arsenal's transfer news and of course throughout the rest of the Premier League season fingers crossed. We can get in the players that we need between now and the end of the summer. I still think Arsenal have scope to bring in players. It's just about the timing of getting them in and obviously moving players out. So there you go. Um, Let's go to Andreas who says, Honestly, I think Arsenal should let Bellerin sit on the bench to send a message rather than letting him go. The idea of punishing a player, if you like. Um, Has Bellerin done anything to suggest that he's acted wrongly? That he's acted out of hand? No, he's not for me done what Torreira has done and spoken very publicly and spoken very specifically, you know, about things. Hector has done interviews in public about what he wants to do. He's come out and said that the club knows what he wants, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, Hector's been at the club a very long time, been a good servant to the club. No matter what you think about his playing style, he's been very good to the club. I don't think there is a re- reason to punish him uh, by. Sticking him on the bench, I don't think there is any need to do that. I think this, I think we just need to go through the legit process of, of sorting out Bellerin's exit and hope that Arsenal can get some money in this deal. Uh, Betis could yet sell Alex Moreno with teams like Nottingham Forest interested. Perhaps that will open up the possibility. William Cavalio is being linked as well with a move away. If those take place, then perhaps they will have the financial capacity to be able to offer something for Hector Bellerin that would entice Arsenal into a potential deal. Omar, what are my thoughts on the third kit? Beyond what I just said at the start of the video, I like it not as much as uh, the others, but uh, elsewhere, uh, I, I think it's I think it's a good kit. I like the away kit, obviously, the most. It's pretty close, though, between the home and the third kit. Maggie says, what are your thoughts on the prime drinks deal with KSI and Logan Paul? I don't really have an opinion. You know, I think that uh, a lot of the time... People obsess over the idea of having to have to say something on a topic, having to talk about something, having to have a viewpoint. And people forget there are three very, very acceptable words that are just not used enough these days. And those words are, I don't know. I don't know what the right position is to have on this. I don't know what the right position really is to feel about this. Uh, I've had discussions with friends about it. I've talked to other podcasters about it, and my mind hasn't been swayed either way on this. And so I I remain very much firmly sitting on a fence and saying, I don't know what to think of the uh, drinks deal with the club this summer. I know, of course, of the history of the situation, especially with Logan, um, but uh, I I don't know. I honestly don't know what to think about it, to be honest. I won't be buying it. I won't be drinking it. I'm not a big fan of like flavoured waters, if you like. Um, so uh, I'll be going and, and drinking the awful beer that I sell for a ridiculous price when I go to the Emirates. That'll be what I drink if I ever get to the Emirates because I'm obviously usually working most of the games from home. Azrul, how am I doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Really appreciate it. Max says, Tom, do you think we will sign Tielemans um, if we move out Maitland-Niles and Torreira? I'd be pretty confident that we would therefore then move To uh, Tielemans, yes, but I think it depends very much heavily on who we are moving on. Uh, Hassan says, hi Tom, how legit is the rumour that Paqueta is rejecting us next to nothing? I mean, Edu has specifically come out and said that Arsenal, whilst he's an admirer of of Paqueta, we aren't going for him, we aren't looking to buy him, we haven't made an offer, we haven't entered talks, so how can you reject something? You know, how can you reject uh, a move if the move was never there? There were these links, there were these, um, you know, there were these discussions around a potential deal for Paquetta, There was these, you know, links as well. But ah, there we go. I don't, I don't really, I don't really think it's going to be a deal that happens. But I don't really know how you can reject something. You know, it seems very and we talked a lot about how the French media have covered the Saliba situation and how the Paquetta situation, it always does seem a little bit like, you know, it seems a little bit like uh, we can't we can't have we can't have a player because they're French or they're from the French league. It doesn't feel like um the media wants us to have these players or wants to try and create a story around these players because of the whole Saliba situation. All of this is obviously a legend. I don't really know what's going on, but it does always feel like there's a little side kick going in Arsenal's direction from that side of things. So there you go. Um, In terms of going up to some of the other questions, uh, JDB says, uh, what would happen if uh, an Arsenal fan happened to go to the Emirates Stadium with a full pink kit? Would he not see... Some would he not see tomorrow? Wow, yes. I mean, if you went to the Arsenal full kit, you know what, in in the pink kit, would you? I mean, to be fair, if you turn to Arsenal in a full kit anyway, it's not the best look, really. Um, it's you know, it's not exactly the best idea. So, uh, I I wouldn't recommend turning up to Arsenal going out, um, in any kind of level of kit if it's going to be a full strip. I mean, it's very, very brave if you're going to do that. Um, Let's go to uh, Shembo, who says, why do other clubs struggle to stump up money for our players but not other clubs? It's very simple. You know, Arsenal's selling reputation is awful. Genuinely, genuinely awful. Uh, And it's a situation whereby Arsenal have sold so poorly over recent seasons that we find ourselves in a situation where clubs know they can take advantage of the situation. They know that Arsenal aren't going to... You know, they aren't going to to be able to hold out for a bigger fee because there's so many players they know are on one year left on their deal like Leno, like Bellerin, like Torreira, like Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Next season will be Pepe, you know. So we need to move them on. I didn't include in the news that Alex Runison also is being linked with a move away to Copenhagen. Did he forget to include that in the PowerPoint slides? But uh, yeah, runison is, is linked with a move to Copenhagen. But the, the, that's the reason, is because we allow these players to move down, you know, the list uh, of, uh, of, of their contracts and then we can't get a good enough fee. So that's ultimately why other clubs can. Liverpool and City, like if you think about the City deal, didn't they sell their third choice keeper for something like 15 million? I think it was Muric, you know. One, he obviously had a longer contract than Leno. But secondly, City didn't need to sell him. You know, City aren't under any pressure at all to sell their players. So when Liverpool or when City are proposed uh, about, you know, the potential buy, they can go, well, this is the price. And they're going to go, well, we don't want to pay that. And they're going to go, tough. You know, we don't need the money. We don't have to sell him. Um, if you want him, you got to pay the money. So that's what they could do. Arsenal, on the other hand... They've got a player like Leno with a year left in his contract. Fulham come in and go, we want to pay eight million pounds. We're like, mm, well, he's worth a bit more than that. You know, we want to get closer to 15 million pounds. And Fulham are like, yeah, well, we ain't paying that. And to be honest, with the looks of things, there aren't too many clubs that are interested in buying burnt Leno. He's only got a year left on his contract. So here's your options. You can either sell a keeper that you're not even going to play because you've already signed a backup, or you can keep him on your bench for a year and lose him for free a year later. Or you can make eight million quid. You can kind of see where this is going. Yeah, Paul James making this point. Nico Williams, £18 million. Pounds. I think it was close to 16, 17. Um, but still, you know, £18 million quid and Bellerin moving for next to nothing. It's because Arsenal are in this awful situation right now. Isola um, says Is it Marquinhos the potential right wing cover for Saka? I don't think so. I think Marquinhos is still very much seen as a long termism type of signing. I don't think that we are going to see Marquinhos play in rotation with Saka for a lot this season. I think he'll come off the bench. I think he may start some Carabao Cup games. I really don't think that Marquinhos is seen as that player. And I think that is why Arsenal still have an interest in bringing in a wide player before the window shuts. It is just purely going to be about whether or not Nicolas Pepe leaves. And I did have a good chat with a a friend of mine the other day, I think it was Bailey, um, talking about Pepe and saying, you know, there are players out there that we could buy that are potentially worse than Pepe. And I don't want Arsenal to get into that situation where we sell Pepe and bring in a risky winger for the sake of it who's not as good as him. You know, Pepe, whilst I am critical of him and whilst I think he needs to be better and he should, you know, give us more, There's no, he's not a terrible player. He's not a terrible footballer. You know, he's got the potential to be very good. And if he's used correctly, he can be very good. But we've just not had consistency from him. We've not; he's not had consistency from performances. So, if the option is letting go of Pepe for twenty million and say bringing in someone who's not as good, I'd rather keep Pepe. Um, it's the 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 only option is not bringing out. I'm trying to get my wallet out of my pocket. There we go. Um, in, you know, you sit on your wallet and you're sitting there going after about half an hour. Why is my right cheek numb? No. <laughs> but uh, with Pepe, you know, it's I just there's there are players out there that are better but they're expensive and we may not get them. So I'd rather keep hold of him for another year than allow him to leave and then leave us short if, say, we need him. He can make an impact. He can score goals. But I would obviously rather see us go and upgrade on the position. It's just very, very difficult to do that. Uh, Alvarez says, what are your thoughts on Ibrahim Samgara? Uh, I think he's great and I would absolutely sign him. Uh, 32-odd million pound release clause. I think we have to go and do it um, without any uh, kind of thought process. I would really go and get Ibrahim Sangar. I think he's an excellent player. Um, Let's go to uh, Simon, who says, couldn't we use Bellerin at right back when Tommy isn't needed? I mean, potentially Simon, of course, but I think I'd rather see Ben White use that position as, uh, as his own. I think he balances the backline better than what Bellerin would. He's much closer to what Tommy Asu gives us when he plays in that right back position. I think what we saw against Chelsea when Zinchenko plays at left-back, or when potentially Tierney plays at left-back, and the other three are White, Saliba, and Gabriel, we have a situation whereby those three will shift across into a back three. White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, or Tierney would advance, and we will become more of a back three when we're attacking. I think White gives us more balance than what Cedric or what Bellerin would playing at right back if we've got that situation. So I think we might see White play when Tommy is not fit a fair amount in that right back role. And I'm absolutely fine with that. I absolutely would love to tie and see it. Um, Mohamed says, everyone's talking about a wide player, uh, a midfielder, but has anyone thought about the striker position if Jesus gets injured? Please discuss this. For me, the wide player, uh, Mohamed, is all about a wide forward that can also play in the middle. You know, we need to bring in a wide player that's got that scope that who can also cover centrally. Martinelli is one of those types, you know, a wide player that has the potential to play also centrally. I think we need to, if we're going to address the wide position, bring in a player that can also cover in the middle so that if Jesus gets injured, we've got Anketia plus Martinelli plus another option that could also go into the middle. That's the way in which we need to address the wide position for me um, Code says uh, if Renison leaves who do you think Arsenal will promote from the under-21s could they sign another goalkeeper no Karl Hein will take that spot you know Karl Hine is a very very capable keeper Estonian international you know starts for Estonia and I know you might say oh well it's Estonia but still that experience at international level is invaluable played at senior level a lot and I think Karl Hein as a number three is, is absolutely fine uh, as an option for Arsenal you know if he's going to play a one-off game in the Carabao Cup great do you remember those days when we had like Manone, Chesney, and Fabianski, you know, we discovered Chesney and Manone got gains because we had severe injury issues. It's, it's, it can happen. So, and players like Chesney can then grasp those, those opportunities and take them. So potentially, um, you know, potentially we would see that. Uh, Freddie says, Tom, do you get to sit in the press box when you go to the Emirates? Hasn't happened yet. No, because uh, you know, we have Kaya Kainak at the moment and previously we had, of course, Chris Wheatley at the, at the club. So, Uh, at the club at the uh, the company so you know they were they're the guys that went to the press box I've been covering the stuff from home but who knows one day things may change I'm looking forward to the Amazon documentary coming out because I can talk a little bit more about some stuff that went down last week but uh, until that point I can't so you know but there's uh, yeah I've been blessed with a lot of good opportunities uh, even without going into the press box as of yet Uh, but one day that may change. Uh, let's go to uh, Johnny, who says, who do you think will be our surprise player of the season? I'm thinking Vieira. I'm thinking you're right. I think that Vieira absolutely could be the p- surprise package, mainly because we've not seen anything from him. You know, we've not seen anything from from Vieira whatsoever. Um, so there you go. Uh, NSW, no, as far as I'm aware, I'm not in the documentary. The only way that I would be in the documentary is if they've used a clip from TGT, which, you know, you know, they they will use clips from podcasts and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, that's the only way I would be in it. Uh, I've not been filmed for it. Uh, <laughs> so it's a, I'm not on the level of, of the likes of Chunks, etc., that I know you know are in it uh, and others too. But, uh, yes, yeah. so <laughs> the only way you'd hear me is if they clip TGT, which if they are scraping the bottom of the barrel to get me <laughs> into some kind of documentary, I would very much doubt it um let's go to uh, andreas this is just to clarify about earlier it's always fair to allow people to clarify their points i don't think bellerin should be punished but i think it's necessary i'd love to i don't know what that means that's kind of conflicting andreas uh, i'd love to give bellerin his move but if we do it for free we damage our reputation even further true what's worse is and this is a good question for you guys in the chat box what is worse for arsenal's reputation Bellerin's contract being cancelled, we save £5 million in wages and he moves to Betis. Or we stand firm, we don't sell to Betis, no one comes in for him and we pay him a a year's worth of wages and he leaves for nothing anyway. What's worse? I'd argue that probably the better option is allowing him to move and saving the wages. To be honest, whilst it's not great, it might be the only situation we find ourselves capable of of achieving so i would probably lean towards just letting him go to be honest which is yeah better sam says the first option which is that one i'd be interested to see what you guys think though about that uh, unhappy players are much much worse says supercat exactly uh, shembo says i'd rather cancel his contract adam says let him leave with a sell-on clause i mean it would technically still be a sale unless they terminated his deal um if you can include some kind of sell-on clause. And interestingly, we learned that Matteo Genduzzi has a sell-on clause included in his contract. Um, there's a couple more players that also have sell-on clauses in their contract as well that we let go. Mavra Panos has a sell-on clause. Joe Willock has a sell-on clause. You know, there's a number of players we've allowed to leave the club in recent seasons that have sell-on clauses in their deals. So very interesting indeed um iron Cup says i would be fine waiting another week or two just to see if Bétis do increase their offer otherwise let him leave for the five million that we would save uh in letting him cancel his contract um let's go and yes freddie i did see the Genduzi situation um ugh, look i've seen the full video now of him like telling yakuin to to f, f you basically um I'm just glad he's not here anymore. You know, I'm just glad that he's not at the club anymore. So there you go. Um, let's scroll down a little bit more and go to Johnny, who says the difference between Bellerin and Lucas Torreira is Hector has uh, has done things for the club. Do you think LT has taken the mick? I think I think Torreira has been a bit immature with some of his statements and comments, and that is has not been great for Arsenal at all, unfortunately. I know that he went through a horrific situation last year. But, you know, you you do move on. And at the end of the day, you know, you are still employed by your club. And I think comments from this summer have not helped the situation at all. But Genduzi, you know, going back to him, that's kind of the pinnacle of character I don't really want at Arsenal. I'm just not interested in it. People say, you know, it's passion. It's a winning mentality. You know, we all love that. But I think I'm pretty sure that Betis scored after the whole situation, which led to a big bust up. Genduzi was going like 1-0 um so like the is players and I remember the thing that he did at Watford when he did the 2-1 or the 2-0 symbol and we obviously drew that game in the end This it honestly it's just a, you should know and I know this I remember the Champions League final between Chelsea and Bayern Munich and Bayern Munich scored and I text my Chelsea mate a couple of smiley faces being a little smug prat and then obviously Chelsea went on to win it and you should just learn from those moments don't say things too quickly don't speak too soon um, because you may end up looking very very silly and that goes for a lot of things you know not just football scores so yeah always important anyway thank you so much for tuning in i'll be back at 10 uh over on the arsenal way so just on, over half an hour's time now because we did this show a little bit later do 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 like i don't know why i was going with that sentence for so long but do like the video do subscribe to the channel if you're new um, there is going to be. I'm trying to think of when the next sh- break from 8 a.m. is going to be. I'm pretty sure I'm still going to be doing 8 a.m.s for the foreseeable for now, yes. Um, but there is going to come a point next weekend, is my stag do so, not this weekend coming next weekend. So, from Friday through to Sunday, I will be able to do it on Friday morning next week, but Saturday and Sunday, I won't. Monday, I may be feeling a little sensitive, so I can't promise there'll be a show on Monday. What I'm going to try and do which is going to be tricky because we obviously play on the Fridays, record something. If I can record anything whilst I'm away, if I can get away from the monsters to record something whilst I'm of sound mind, uh, I will try and do a reaction to uh, the game. I'm actually going to probably end up missing much of the first half because of being away over that weekend, but I'm going to try and react to it. I will, of course, be updating you as to more details on what's going to be happening next weekend. And as of Monday, all I'm going to say is that I'm looking forward to Monday and the channel. Monday kicks off the 2022-23 season for TGT. And I can't wait to show you, uh, is all I can say. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, As always, thank you for the 99% for being respectful. uh, And uh, I will see you on the next one. Have a fantastic day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute